past you've been looking for all along. Step into the life of urban exploration with guests from around the world. Welcome to No Tracers. Welcome to the No Tracers podcast. How's it going, guys? I hope you're having a great week this week. My name is Kay. I am known as No Tracers, and I wanted to start a podcast about urban exploring because I love exploring abandoned places, and I wanted to hear stories from other explorers around the world, so I decided to create this podcast, and I appreciate that you clicked on it. Thank you for listening. If you guys are new, please hit that subscribe button. And if you like this podcast at any point in time, please do me a huge favor and leave a rating and feedback. I would love to read your feedback. And if you do that, I will actually send you a signed photo print from an abandoned place I have explored. It's my way of saying thank you guys for supporting the podcast. And before we get into this episode with Exploring with Matt, I have a few things I need to mention before we get started. The first thing is I have a book out called No Tracers, An Urban Explorer's Diary. It's a photography book filled with my stories from my urban explorations around America, a place in Portugal, a place in Canada, and I would love for you guys to pick up a copy of that or get a copy of it to give as a gift to somebody. It makes for a great coffee table book and people love getting it as a gift, so go ahead and grab one from notracers.com shop. Or if you want to see my photos and read my blogs, you can go to notracers.com. Enjoy yourself. Have fun on that site. I had a lot of fun building it, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thanks for sending so much traffic over there. I appreciate it. The next thing I need to mention is that if you are still using Linktree in your bio as your website link to like link to all your social media, you are severely outdated with that. You guys, there's a better option with a much cooler layout and you can embed videos, you can embed your podcast or your music, whatever it is you have, and it auto-populates from your link tree with one click. It's called beacons.ai. There is a link down in the description. Sign up for beacons, it's free. And if you guys use my beacons link that is down in the description, you will actually get a free $20 credit to put towards an upgrade. You can get SEO tracking, Google AdWords, AdSense, that kind of stuff. So go ahead and check out beacons.ai and upgrade your bio link. Come on now. The next thing I need to mention is that we have a partner on this podcast and it's Liquid Death Water. Thank you to Liquid Death Water for partnering with me on this podcast and all that I do. If you guys have never heard of Liquid Death Water, get ready to murder your thirst. I've got an ad coming for you in three, two, one. From the streams of the Austrian Alps comes a new kind of water. A water that is sure to raise you from your grave. If you're tired of buying cases of plastic water bottles that contain carcinogens and God knows what else, or if you're trying to lower your waste footprint, Liquid Death comes in beautifully rugged aluminum cans. Murder your thirst with a can of Liquid Death. Check the link in the description and use code just the letter K at checkout for 10% off your order. Liquid death, murder your thirst. So if you would like a discount on liquid death water, you can use my link in the description to get that discount. It's a direct affiliate link, so thank you guys for supporting me through that. And lastly, if you are not already following me on social media, my links are down in the description. My Instagram is no.tracers and my TikTok is no tracers. My YouTube channel is just the letter K. 
If you guys would like to see a visual version of this podcast with Exploring with Matt's photos in the video, you can go to the Just the Letter K YouTube channel and actually watch this episode and all the other episodes that I have. And lastly, I'd like to give a shout out to the other urban exploration podcast that's out there that is hosted by Greg Abandoned. Greg, I'm so stoked that you started your podcast. I would love to get you on my podcast. I would love to hear your stories and promote your podcast on this podcast. So if anybody has a direct link with Greg Abandoned or I could just send him, you know, a DM on Instagram. Uh, But Greg, we would love to get you on this podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Without further ado, Exploring with Matt, please introduce yourself and what it is you do to the No Tracers audience. Sure. Um, well, my name is Matt Furtado. Um, I'm an urban explorer. i doing exploring for about eight months now and started my account in June of last year. And it was sort of more for a fun hobby, but eventually it turned into something a lot more than that and um met a lot of great people i've been four youtube videos with steve ronan um i've explored with various explorers throughout new england so i just kind of i'm a beginner explorer um still kind of figuring out uh photography skills and and just kind of finding out the image of how I want my photos to look like. So that's sort of a background of how, what I am about. So that's awesome. I love that you're still relatively new to exploring. So you've got like a lot to learn still, but you've, you've already sounds like have experience, you know, you're doing videos with Steve Ronan, like that's, that's incredible. So what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you catch this bug? Sure. Um, well, when I was in college, um, I watched like a lot of exploring videos, but didn't really think it'd be something that I'd be interested in. But I always found it really cool. So I watched Urbrex and Chill, um, Dan Bell, Josh, exploring with Josh, proper people. Um, so that was sort of like really intriguing to me, like how these people travel to like different places. And during uh, last summer, um, I got four loads from work and that's when I kind of figured out like, okay, what am I going to do the t- past the time? And, uh, I went on a lot of hikes during that time. And then it was when I was on this particular trail and there was, it was like a 20 minute drive. It was a state park. I found this abandoned cabin in the woods and, uh, walked in and saw that it had a bunch of like, arts and crafts and stuff. And I was like, wow, this is really interesting. So I took pictures of my phone and uh, next thing you know, went back home, researched like abandoned places in my state. And I just kind of went, went from there. And this is a reminder. Five seconds from Price like Chopper. Hospitals and um, this is a reminder. Houses. Buy salad from Price Chopper. And like factories and all that. And I really like invested the time into history about places. And I put my material on Snapchat at first. And I'm like, okay, well, this is not really reaching a lot of people. So I figured making an account on Instagram would be really fun. And yeah, that's sort of how I got started just by curiosity. So. 
I love it. You know, I think it's great that you kind of dove right in. You know, you you saw your first export, like you saw your first abandoned place, which was a cabin in the woods, which sounds like it's out of a horror movie. But Basically, I love that. Yeah. That's how you started, because yeah. that's how I started, too. You oh, know, really? it was like an abandoned house in the woods when I was like 14. Uh, but there was no like structure to the house. It was just like the layout of a house. It was so weird. It was like okay. they had like a living room set up with a TV and VHSs and like that. They had they had a washer and dryer, but there was no actual house structure. It was so strange. It was so strange. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the houses I, I've been to, like they're either like really filled with like everything, from like couches, TVs, beds, clothes, to like a house that has literally nothing. It's just the skeleton, and yeah, it's really really nice. It's always fascinating to, you know, see like what what's left behind. And I explored a house. Re- I live in California. So I recently explored this house in Los Angeles in the Hollywood Hills where, you know, there's mansions and people living. And then all of a sudden there's just like this abandoned house in the middle of all of that. And it's like it's crazy because we went inside and there were like cassette tapes and records and like there was still food in the oven, but it had been abandoned for like years. You know, it was crazy. It's always crazy to see what's left behind by people. So, uh, do you have any gear recommendations? Like I know that you're still relatively new to exploring, but do you have any recommendations for like boots or, uh, a mask or backpack or anything like that? Like I said, I didn't really know much of anything. So I researched a lot of stuff and a lot of people recommended, um, various items. So, my first thing I have is Timberland boots. They're really sturdy when um, it comes to like floors that are, feel like sand when you're walking into like a hospital or house. Um, I have this tripod. Um, it's sort of this uh, 62 millimeter, and it's really really great. You can find a lot of them on um, Amazon. And my camera was a Canon. T6 for a few months and then I graduated to a Nikon C50 which is a mirrorless lens and it's essentially same thing like a uh, C7 or 6 and it has um, really powerful graphics in terms of low lighting exposure and um, that's sort of what I my go to and then um, I have a GoPro backpack which stores like my case for my camera, my GoPro, and my um, tripod. So that's sort of where I'm at right now. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking about investing in a uh, drone, and I highly recommend doing a drone, which a lot of people that I know use for um, abandoned hospitals. They take crazy uh, footage. So yeah, as a a fellow drone pilot myself, I highly recommend getting a drone and getting certified just so you have your certifications because the uh, FAA, uh, they are changing the rules on us again. So they're uh, making it even more strict to fly drones. And I mean, at a lot of these abandoned places, you're in the middle of nowhere, exactly, you know, so yeah. it's it's a little different. But here in like Los Angeles, like flying a drone in downtown LA is highly illegal, but uh, people still do it, you know, and mm. people are starting to get fined like hundreds of thousands of dollars for doing that. So, uh, yeah, for, for anybody that wants to get a drone, definitely like look up the, the laws in your area, the definitely. regulations, things like that. But 
I do also highly recommend getting a drone because the cinematics that you can get, it just takes your videos to the next level. It takes your photos to the next level and Mm -hmm. you know, it really just ups the quality of your work. So, um, yeah, for you, Matt, like I would say get a Mavic pro or something like that, but it it sounds like you have like a, a smaller backpack. So maybe even like the, the, uh, the spark would be good for you. It's a, like a smaller version of the DJI drone. Um, and that one, you don't even need a certification to fly, you know? And then like the thing is like one shot in particular, um, when I started out, it was, um, a Rhode Island mansion. It was like a stable horse mansion. And, um, the photo was featured and a lot of people were like, how would you take that? And actually I stood on the ledge of a tower facing the photo. So it kind of looks like it's taken from the sky, but uh, yeah, I've always been interested in doing a, a drone, um, imagery and seeing how and what I can do with it. Cause you know, with the camera, you can only do so much. Exactly. Exactly. Do you have any urban exploration injury stories yet? I do. <laughs> awesome. Let's hear it. I have a few. Um, so first injury was when I went to this like adolescent school for boys. It, it was this like abandoned, like, um, facility, like 20 minutes from my house it used to be very historic in the, in the state. And, um, I didn't know any navigation skills. I was like brand new to this whole exploring thing. So no map, no GPS, nothing. And I thought I knew the way I did not. I got lost in the woods for like 30 minutes and, uh, wore, wore shorts, of course, which not my idea. <laughs> I got, um, pricked. I got thorns, all of my legs, legs were bleeding out and it just all scratched up and then walked out of the woods. And apparently it was a, like a active facility right next to the abandoned building. Mm. And then people were like, look at me, like what is this guy doing? And, uh, that's sort of how it all started. And then the biggest injury story I have is when, uh, I explored this house recently and, um, I was doing some setup in like the attic because the attic had like a bunch of like artifacts and stuff and um, not knowing how unstable the floor was in the attic, my whole entire body fell through the roof and um, I was just like in a daze. I'm like, what just happened? And my friend's like, yo, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So next day I found out that I bruised my rib and i sprained an ankle so that was that was fun yeah falling through roofs never never a good time no it's not never a good time man that's crazy uh what about your scariest exploration take me through that so one thing i can think of is um i went to this abandoned house and it was like in the middle of nowhere it was in the middle of the woods and it was had this like really strange vibe to it because I don't know I, I don't know if you're into the paranormal but um, I am okay. definitely cool and that to me had like a really heavy presence and uh, I was walking through the house just taking photos doing my thing next thing you know went down to the basement I just felt this like really strange feeling in the back of my head like 
wow, I shouldn't be here. And I was taking some footage and I looked at my camera and I noticed that there was this black figure um, in my shot. And I'm like, I couldn't explain it because it was completely pitch black. There was no like objects around. So I went through my, um, my, my uh, photos the next day and there was this like face on the wall that looked like a man, like it had a nose and an eye. It was a really scary feeling because usually when I explore, I don't think about um, that paranormal thing. So that was one of those stories I can think of. The other one is uh, I went to this modern sanatorium in my state. And uh, this is sort of like really recent, like a week ago or so. And uh, I went with two of my friends, um, Falcon Punch and Lost and Wondering, if they're listening to this. Um, we had to go there because it was being demolished soon. And uh, it was my second time going. I went there uh, my first time in the summer. And we heard like cops coming to the building like the car was blazing through the road and we're just like okay what are we going to do like what what's our plan game plan and my friend brian was like all right let's just go on the second floor and they surrounded the building so we just kind of hid for a while we hid for about 30 minutes and we were like really scared at this point and I guess my me and my friends texted someone else who was supposed to meet us uh they got arrested at this building what oh my god yeah so they said that the police surrounded the building because there was undercover cop on site and I guess he saw me and my friends go in the building but he thought my other friends were me so they brought down to the station. And when we were on the third floor, me and my friends who were in the hospital, um, we heard walkie-talkies go off. And we were just like, all right, this is it. Like, we're going to be, like, spotted, whatever. Luckily, nothing happened. But they literally did go in the building, the cops, and... Uh, it, it was so scary because, like, you never plan for that sort of thing. I mean, obviously, yeah. with the abandoned buildings, like, anything could happen. But, yeah, that's sort of, like, the biggest, scariest moment I, I can think of. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that they went in the building because usually they won't, you know. Usually cops are, like you know not trying to go in these in these places themselves and they'll just wait outside for you so it's crazy that they actually like went in the building after you guys that's nuts but I'm glad you you know got away with it and uh yeah that's one of the you know downsides to what we do is that you know there's always a risk of getting arrested or getting fined things like that but I mean it's also a part of the adrenaline rush you know oh it is (laughs) almost getting caught I know we we had such an adrenaline rush, like, we didn't want to leave. Like, my instinct was to, to go out the building, but I said, if we do go out the building, there's a good chance that we're going to be cuffed and brought to the exactly. station. So we just stuck it out. So, yeah, I mean, so far, I mean, I've been 
lucky, knock on wood, with going into places. But um, yeah, that's sort of a close call. Definitely. And yeah, I've had my fair share of close calls myself and it's always it's always a an interesting time, but it always makes for the greatest stories, you know? It does. And I'm sure this year is going to bring even more stories that um, would top this one. But for now, I'm just kind of researching a place before I go and kind of seeing, okay, like, what are the pros and cons? Like, how can I weigh this out and see what's the best way to go inside this building without being spotted? So exactly exactly and for new explorers like a lot of people that listen to this podcast always ask like how are you finding these places like how do you go about finding them so i actually get that a lot because when i started i was the one asking questions now i feel like people ask me questions and it's funny because there's a lot of methods to it researching this is the first one uh googling for like documents and like news articles and um like boston globe new york times like different stories about like advanced structures there's also like various forums like reddit pinterest they have like pictures and they say the title of the place they don't exactly tell you where it is but if you research it far enough you say okay boston massachusetts there's like this hospital or this factory you type in abandoned boston factory and nine times out of ten you can find a place that's like that um also networking that's very huge for me um i try to communicate and and get along with as many people as i can you know people have been very helpful as i've started out and you know we trade back and forth and you know, if I find a place, they find a place, we kind of share that. And, you know, obviously there are some times where someone's not willing to share and that's totally understandable. But uh, for the ones who do share, like, I'll always like keep that like location under lock. So other people don't find it where it becomes like this big explosion of like, everybody wants to go to this place. So it, it's a lot, it's a lot of researching, a lot of time that you have to invest so yeah and i think that you know if you want to do what we do i think that you have to put in that groundwork you know you have to do the research and you have to find these places yourself whether it be online or literally driving around and doing the footwork you know well that's too yeah i was gonna say like driving around like most of the time a lot of the places i found are literally driving to like different parts of the state so and what has been your favorite exploration oh boy <laughs> um I would say this hospital in New York comes to mind. Um, This was literally in the middle of the woods. It was like a 40 minute hike to get there because a friend of mine said, if you go in the front entrance, there's security cameras that are gonna spot you. You'll be like arrested right there and there. So yeah, I went to the hike. It was um, in uh, upstate New York almost and uh, this hospital is literally untouched. It has like a library, a morgue, um, a, uh, I think like a factory on site. And it has this, um, so like rehab facility that's looks recent compared to the other hospital, which looks like it's been abandoned for 30 years or so. 
So I found this through a friend of mine because he posted it during the summer. And I'm like, oh my God, I got to go to this place because it looks no graffiti. It was beautiful. And uh, I must have spent at least four or five hours in this hospital. And I just fell in love with it because of how much peace it was and just how like what it was just very different compared to like other hospitals I've seen like in Connecticut or whatever so it was sort of like my first experience um where I just delve into the photography and and really enjoyed my time being there and uh yeah I, I think that's one of the best places I've been to and then there's another house in New York upstate as well that was literally it was a time capsule house like it had a tv set it had a couch I mean it had everything you could possibly think of it, it was something out of a horror movie and uh it was posted a lot last year so um when I went there like I was just in awe like I was I couldn't believe what I what I was seeing, and um, I brought like a few of my friends, uh, band and playground, triangle and mass, and uh, explore with on limits. And so yeah, we just kind of never seen a house like that before, and uh, it was such a beautiful place to be because like you could be in that house and you could spend like a a good two hours there. And it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but that's like one thing that I can think of, like what's been one of your favorite places you've been to. That's awesome, man. I love that you've got a couple of them, you know, like I, it's hard for me to pick a favorite place that I've been to, but I always love asking that question. Um, and then do you prefer to explore alone or with people? Um, well, when I first started, I explored a lot on my own because like, I didn't really know anybody when you start out, like, networking is important. So as time went on, like, I kind of reached out to other people and they wanted to explore with me. So, like, now, recently, um, I explore with groups of people because I feel like that's a lot more fun because, like, you get to experience the same thing, see the same thing, same take the same pictures almost. So... Not to say, like, exploring alone is, is, is bad, but, like, if you run into tr- some trouble, you have someone that you can uh, be there for, so. Exactly. And then do you have any goal places, places that you would like to explore that you haven't yet? Yeah. Um, well, one of them would have to be uh, Pennsylvania. I really want to explore Pennsylvania um, and uh, New Jersey. There's many spots in New Jersey that um, I know of from neutral explorers that their photography is amazing. Um, so for Pennsylvania, obviously, the classics, Eastern State Penitentiary, Crescent State Hospital, um, Carrie Ann Factories. Um, I think there's another hospital in Pennsylvania that's known. Um, I can't think of the name, but I'm sure it'll come to me. But yeah, um, definitely that. Um, Chernobyl is a dream trip of mine. Um, Six Flags, 
New Orleans is a trip of mine that I've always wanted to do. So, yeah, the uh, I just posted a video about Eastern State Penitentiary today on TikTok. Actually, um, I love that place, you know, and I would love to do an overnight stay there. Uh, I know that they do that around Halloween, and I was gonna do it this year, but obviously that didn't happen because of you know COVID. But uh, hopefully, twenty twenty one, I can do an overnight stay in Eastern State with a group of people. I think it would be super cool to do something like that, and I would love to get a bunch of people that have been on this podcast. This is my you're my thirty first episode so i would love to get a bunch of people from this podcast to go do an overnight stay there so we can like actually meet each other you know i think it'd be sweet yeah i mean i've seen so many photos of that place it's breathtaking and the history of it is is crazy um but yeah that's definitely like on my list and hopefully i get to uh do it um i was thinking of other trips like wisconsin ohio there's a bunch of places in Ohio that, um, there's crazy. So always, I'm always researching, always finding new places. So love it. If you could live in one place you've explored for one week, which place would it be? Oh, give me a second. I would say maybe, um, this like nurse nursing home manor. Um, it was so vast and so beautiful. Like when I walked inside, I guess because of how breathtaking it was. Um, there's not a lot of rooms that are open to stay, but I guess I could stay in the in the main lobby and just kind of play the piano. There's a big piano in the center of the building, and uh, yes, it was it was awesome. That's cool. That's so cool. And then, uh, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Always bring a battery pack with you with your camera because if your camera dies then you don't have anything else to document the place and also pre-dawning is important when you go to a high profile place because if you pre-dawn there's a good chance that you could get in i'm not saying if you do it any later it's fine but i feel like exploring early in the morning you get better results in terms of getting in somewhere so absolutely and then, uh, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you taking the time to share your stories. Um, if people want to follow your journey, where can they find you online? They can find me on Facebook. Um, I have my same account name, uh, my own personal page. I post photos on Abandoned Homes America weekly with houses I've seen. And obviously, um, Instagram, Exploring with Matt. So that's sort of my, my main pages there. I have been thinking about doing YouTube, not entirely sure, uh, when, but it is a possibility that I've considered just because of the reaction. I feel like people go there more and a lot of my friends have had a lot of success doing videos. So. I love doing YouTube. I think it's great. I know that, you know, the Urbex community on Facebook hates YouTubers, but I mean, fuck them. They do. <laughs> I know. Exactly. And like, the thing is like, you could do YouTube for, for different reasons. Like, you know, I'm not saying like, you don't have to be a celebrity on YouTube. I'm sure it's nice, but, um, to just capture the explore that you're doing and just making it known to people like, Hey, this place exists. Like I'm documenting it in case it gets demolished or, uh, you know, 
it, it just falls apart. So. All right, guys, that was my podcast with Exploring with Matt. Matt, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I love your photography, and I wish you the best of luck in the future as an urban explorer. If you guys liked this episode of the podcast, please do me a huge favor and leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow. It helps us climb those iTunes charts. And a huge shout-out to Greg Abandon, who has just started his podcast. Greg, congratulations. Welcome to the podcasting space. I wish you all the success in the world. And uh, I would love to do a podcast with you sometime, man. So if you hear this podcast, please reach out to me. Let's make it happen. And if you want to be on the podcast, hit me up at no.tracers on Instagram. I would love to get you on the show. Thank you guys for listening to another week. Stay strong. Keep enduring. Go out. Go explore something. And remember, leave no trace.